Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio, back in the saddle, coming at you. On the ones and twos, joined by Randy Angston. <laughs> on, the, on the ones and twos. The ones and twos, guys. Growth Summit is upon us. It's coming up. I could feel the shadow of the uh, mountain, you know, coming in. Uh, it's it's looming, and it's going to be a great event, guys. Tickets are on sale. FitProGrowSummit.com, uh, June 8th through uh, 11th. We, we, have, we, start, we kick off the whole thing with the pre-com with HSN Nutrition, um, our our uh, Iron Circle member Nicole Acoin and her crew are going to teach us uh, how to, you know, basically implement a nutrition program in your gym for a four-hour pre-con that you get when you sign up now, right? Boom. So it's on the Thursday. Uh, I think it kicks off around uh, one or two. Got to look at the agenda, and then we end that right into our happy hour kickoff mixer. Welcome mixer. There you go. Um, you can get your tickets, uh, your badges, and everything there, and then we we start off the very next morning with a workout. Um, such a great event, guys. I'm, I'm excited. We've got a lot of uh, new things that we're, we're implementing this year. Um, and I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. So winning yeah. gym, well, sorry, fitprogrowsummit.com. Get your ticket now. Boom. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. That's fly, time's flying. Get it now. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Um, all right, so so listen, guys. Uh, some of you listening right now have, have this model. Um, it's a sports performance facility. And mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, a lot of us uh, coming up maybe might have been in sports uh, and maybe that was the catalyst for opening a gym and getting into this industry, into fitness. You've been around it your whole life. And wouldn't it be nice to train athletes in youth sports and get, you know, teams of, of, of kids in there and you're just making them better and then you can see them go off into college and then the pros and you you know that you, you had your thumb on that. You Sounds know? fun, right? It sounds like a great uh, exactly. life, right? Yeah. Um, the unfortunate side about youth sports and youth performance facilities is this cyclical high and low, uh, on season, off season, no real true sustainable, systematic business model, at least the ones that we've worked with. Yeah. Okay. The ones that we work with, at least uh, in the very beginning of time, they always needed to supplement their income from youth athletes with adult performance and or, or adult fitness. And, um, the, the question then arises in my head, because, and I'll tell you why this is coming up today. Sure. Um, what are you as a facility? If you're looking to supplement your income with adult athlete or adult fitness, and you've got all these youth sports, there, there's a mismatch of, I guess, uh, image in the market, mm-hmm. right? Like if, if uh, you know, well, all their, all the parents are here anyway, and they're dropping the kids off, might as well train them as well, but they're not in sports. And so, how, Does it change you know, your identity? How do you navigate this? Yeah. And, and, and the reason I'm bringing this up today, and I wanted to just kind of throw this out there, is I, you know, I've got targeted by a, a D1, which is the sports performance uh, mm-hmm. uh, franchise, 
um, looking for adult fitness. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I, you know, as let's just say I wasn't in this industry and I was just a dad going to work every day. And I looked at that ad and I'm going to look at D1 and I'm going to be, go to their website. I'm going to see all this youth, youth athletes. I'm, I'm it's not going to talk to me. Right. And well, yeah. Like, I mean, unless you're like, you know, the beerly guy or something where you're like, you've got something that you're still involved with, you know, from a performance ath- like athletic yeah. stance, you know, but your average individual while, you know, there's athletic ability and, and aspects of it within the training and things like that, that we do with adults. It's not like, you know, the measurable goals and things like that aren't, you know, they're 40 times. It's not their vert. It's not, you know, it's longevity. It's comfort putting their jeans on. It's, you know, like those are the things we're training for. It's not the measurable athletic, mm-hmm. you know, performance. And so yeah, I think that part of it, I think, does muddy the waters for your identity. But I mean, for me, the biggest thing is, you know, why are we, why are you putting all of your eggs in one basket if you know that that basket doesn't even pay your bills? Like it's a, it's a, I couldn't imagine starting a business with youth sports performance and like hoping to rely on that as the vehicle for creation, you know, wealth creation and, and, and all of that. I think the point is we see that it's, it's very, very difficult to do, if not, not doable, if you don't layer in some sort of gen pop mm-hmm. adult perform or adult training or something yep. to supplement the the ebbs and flows of of that business you know um like you said it's cyclical it's cyclical it's it's very um i mean on season off season it's very session based too because yeah. you know when you're selling this type of training to to athletes you're selling it to their parents and the parents have all these issues well we're traveling and then summer vacations coming up and then we've got this and he's got practice on these days and then oh well the coach just added a, a you know a cardio sessions to the end of their thing so we don't need the and now you're like well we'll just do sessions and you know use them as you need them that and then you're really in a hole right it's yeah, the last place because be. because that's like the only way you can sell it because they don't know what their schedule is things constantly change they need rides to the gym the parents got to work late. It's it's a whole mess. Well, right? that, that, I mean, servicing is one thing too, but let's talk about the acquisition of a you know the clients. Uh, it's hard enough speaking to the end user with general pop or, or your average you know adult training. Like we're speaking to the person that we're trying to bring in those four walls. Mm-hmm. You can't target under eighteen on Facebook. You know, we're not going after the the children with the ads that you know and getting them excited. We're talking to the parents of. And so when it comes to just scalability for how we traditionally run ads versus this, it's an entirely different beast. Um, Not only that, but like the difficulty of, you know, team team adoption. I mean, I remember, and I'm sure you could speak the same way, like the camps, the the coaches that we had outside of our teams, it, it was like, you know, we worked with one guy. You know what I mean? And if, if you weren't working with him, you we weren't looking everywhere for the source. Like he was the speed guy that we all went to his speed camp. Yeah, and he was probably knighted by the team. Yeah, that's that, my that, exactly. You know, and so if you don't get in with that yep. coach, with that school, with that club, you're really fighting an uphill battle. Yeah, you have to be at the at the football games on Fridays. You have to be rubbing elbows with the coaching staff. You have to know the teams. You have to know the people on the teams. The parents of the, like you have to be part of that yeah in order to to have that win yeah and so really the i guess if you're a sports performance place and you're looking at your model and you're like man this is this is not i don't see the the light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. i don't think going for adult fitness is 
necessarily the answer. I think you you could, and most do. But I think what you're saying, going to the football games, getting in with the schools, getting in with the clubs, uh, talking to the parents of the parents, because that's a big word of mouth game and the inside. And you could see big big uptick by getting the entire teams involved yeah. and you know and like and I and I can only speak hypothetically cuz I've never had to do any of this I just I was on the sports yeah, side yeah exactly and so I I could I remember many of us going to the same camps and the same things uh but it was like all the parents got together and they decided for us yeah, that's right? exactly how yeah. it happened yeah I mean I I I can't I had no control like yeah. I couldn't tell you you know how those decisions were made it was just oh this is the one that we're using because so my parents so, talked yeah. to somebody else's parents and or the team was you know recommending that you know that organization camp, yeah. or camp or whatever it was and and yeah had you not had those people not been in the ear or i think some of them were like former athletes at the school themselves Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Correct. What happens if you decide to open up a business and that's your company? You got to compete against the guy who used to be in that organization. You lose. Like more yeah. often than not, you're going to lose. You have to like really over deliver and surprise somebody for them to give up the allegiance to, yeah. you know, the the former high school quarterback that's now doing that job. You know what I mean? So... I, it's it's a tough road. I think that if you're looking at going into sports performance, I think it's a big passion project. I mean, there's a million things that you could do to go earn an income and own a business. That is a difficult path you're deciding to take. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the way that I look at it would be just that. I would I would create the business model that paid my bills. And then I would layer in my performance, you know, youth athletics, even if it was just running a couple camps or something like that, or having your hand with a few athletes that you could really take through and over deliver with, you know what I mean? That way you, you as a, as a coach, as a trainer is getting the, the, the joy out of what you want to do, but you're not relying on turning something you're passionate about and forcing that to pay your bills. Cause right. That is a massive uphill battle right I remember now. when I first opened, I had to make a decision on who we wanted to cater to, yeah. and I went to the biggest piece of the pie, right? Like, we're already working with, if we took the total population, we're working with 14% mm -hmm. that actually work out and go to the gym. Now, of those, you look at the individuals inside of that pie, and you're like, okay, well, 
there's crossfitters, there's bodybuilders, there's yoga, you know, class-based stuff. And then I'm over here, I'm like, well, this general population, this ain't going away. This is the mm -hmm. biggest piece of that. So let me cater to that style. And that's what's gotten us here. Well, even within that though, too, I mean, we have, you've, you've sort of niched within that, you know what I mean? But it wasn't, it was, it was still taking from the greatest piece of the pie, Had to. right? You have to give yourself the greatest opportunity, the greatest law of it, you know, the law of averages type thing. You have to be able to serve. Yeah. You know, the masses in a way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so niched within the niche that that's the problem is what happens when those kids are all in school yeah. for that session. Yeah. Or, that's the other thing. They, they graduate and go off to college. Yeah, they're you're, gone. The lifetime value of a client's the four years that they're in Max, high school or something. Max, right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, maybe you're fortunate enough to get them before they even ended up in high school and you might squeeze five or six years out of a kid. But like that that's all that's it like that's there's the, so that's many the, sup, the super bowl of of clientele in that you know arena all the way up and then they come home for for summers and they're training them out, out of school i mean that's that's it like maybe so. i mean half those kids coming back from college i mean they're they're in for a week or two like it's not like they're coming back and going and falling back into those training routines most of them yeah no they have a the, the team the team coaches back, that are yeah back at school so anyways i thought i'd bring this up because i don't think this is really talked about much in this industry it's like you know it just looks like rainbows and butterflies mm -hmm. but the fact that i'm getting targeted with ads that say you know they're looking to supplement their youth sports with adult fitness it just it's just a red flag to me and so with uh, a business that's entire their whole franchise. their whole business is built around athletic sports performance yeah. d1 yeah. yeah yeah i mean they partnered with athletes i mean that's where the whole thing came from that's it so um you know not all doom and gloom there's ways yeah. to work through this so just wanted we wanted to bring this up um hopefully if you're in the sports performance uh you'll you'll take a hard look at your model and uh, make some decisions and hope that hopefully this will get you better so that's it for this episode until next time keep changing lives we'll see you on the next one bye all right and thank you for listening to that episode of the built to grow podcast where we help gym owners win now do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online all you need to do is join our private facebook group business talk with fitness professionals just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.